coming to you from Ventura, California in the Strings and Things studio. This is the Strings Unraveled podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Right. Hello. Hello. Welcome. When you hear this, it's 2020. What, what? Yeah. What? I feel How like. How did that happen? <laughs> I can't wait for 2020. I'm a little yeah. over this year. Oh, yeah. I'm so. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not over this year. I'm just ready for something new. Yeah. A lot I of good things happened this year, but a yes. lot of crappy things happened also, this year. Also, there's so. this weird week between, because we're recording this today, the day after Christmas, and you get that weird week where it's like, you don't want to work. You don't want to. But you, gotta, you don't want to. You don't want to do anything, but you got to do the things. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm just ready for it to feel like I should be doing things, yeah. I guess. The, like, push of the new year to, like, of all the newness and new starts. I, this is that time when it's time to argue, is it the end of the decade? Or is this the last year of the decade that we're coming into? It doesn't Everybody's going to call this the end of care. the decade. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I have other things to argue. Every I, year I have I'm some okay trouble. to lose that one. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> Every Then I'm going to take it. I'll take any win. <laughs> I, the thing is, I don't know. Whichever way I take a stand, I don't care. <laughs> I, um, I always have trouble with the end of the year because it's like, did I do enough things? Uh-huh. And so I thought I would feel it kind of amplified if I'm acknowledging that this is As the a end decade. of a decade. But I feel good about all the things I've done in this decade. Yeah, Highs and lows. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I've made two new people. That's a big accomplishment. <laughs> had a, had a, you know, worked in a great shop, had a business that went away, have a great business now. <laughs> I have a great job. We have a house. We didn't have a house. We did 2009. We moved into that house. Anyway. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. I'm so. excited for the new year. <clears throat> 2020. I mean, it just has a nice ring to it. it oh, good things have got to happen better. I certainly hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm looking forward to see how many, like, how many ways the advertisers are going to twist this 2020 because of the ring to it, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's um, an Olympic year. Is it? is it? Where are the Olympics going to be? Uh, oh. The Winter Olympics somewhere. Yeah. And then, then the, the the two years later will be, I think, the LA Olympics? Are no. they coming in 2022? They're a little farther away, Oh, I 2026. Think. You know, Winter Something Olympics like are 2022, is what Google is telling so, me. So there's no Olympics so this year? So is it a summer Olympics? Maybe it's summer. I feel like it's in an Asian country somewhere. I don't remember... <laughs> Anne is Googling. She will tell us. Uh, 2020 Summer Olympics, twenty July 24th to August 9th. And they will be held in Tokyo. Tokyo. Which Tokyo oh, 2020 go. looks pretty That's dang awesome. cool. <laughs> oh, because the O's and the rings. <gasps> you know what? Tokyo. I oh, have a... Cool. James's There's, cousin yeah. is starting... I don't know if I'm... I'm not going to say who is... Whatever. Um, he's starting a new <laughs> job where he has to move to... Japan for a year. Oh, and I'm oh, hoping dang. to go visit him. So yeah. yeah, maybe I'll go to Japan in 2020. My son, who and does not to like to fly, was trying to hype himself up for an idea that a friend had to go to Japan. I was like, Yeah, you know, I hope that that's you're, a bucket list place. I'd yeah. love to go to Japan. Yeah. I would also. I wonder about where I would go in Japan because. Mm-hmm. Like, I love big cities, but then sometimes I find them disappointing. Yeah. And I know Tokyo is, like, the most bustling city. Japan is. is also not that big, so you could do probably a lot. That's a good point. 
I think. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, you want to get started on what are we working on? You could go to the Tokyo Disney Resort. No. No. <laughs> I could go to the I, California I, Disney Resort. It's true. <laughs> Did I you know that there is a... Disney I stuff, know. so... <laughs> you know that there is a... Hates, one of my sons hates Disney. Whoa. So it is... He can me. sit at my table. I don't well, this, hate Disney. Well, this <laughs> weird because he's, he's brought up, he doesn't want to go on the annual family pilgrimage to Disneyland this year. He's, he's, a young, he's a young adult. Save yourself he doesn't money. have to go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, he's... This is Spencer. Yeah. I'm using names, okay. Does he listen to the podcast? He doesn't, but... <laughs> but the other ones But do. actually... No, they don't. <laughs> okay. But he's... Brings another topic, but he, his name... in He doesn't want to be called Spencer anymore. Oh. Because he's never liked that name, and oh, okay. and truthfully, he doesn't... Suit it. He does. It doesn't suit him. I can see that. Okay. I know somebody who changed their name on me this year, so I'm trying to I get don't, used to it. I don't think I have permission to share his name, so I will respect that. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he... he he out he came out to me about that and he and i say those words because to him that's what it felt like mm-hmm. um, coming to a parent and saying i don't, I really don't like the, the name, name you gave me yeah that's a lot are you and i love you but are you going to be okay with this and that's i'm like because i mean that I and mean, i'm my like, didn't you know, even like me changing the spelling of my name so that i could correct people and calling me annie my <laughs> response was i in my internally i love my son and however he wants to see how he sees himself he's an adult mm-hmm. I want to see, I want to accept him the way he sees him. He defines himself. Yeah. Now, if he'd asked me that a couple of years ago or even last year, I may not have felt that way. But it, my talking about 2019, be, I've had a huge mental Pers- shift. Point of view. Point of shift. view. My whole worldview changed. Perspective. Perspective has all, completely altered. It's not, it's not that it's, it's altered from what it, has been but it's not altered from how I used to be well you still have like your moral character set and I also think a lot of people experienced that shift in the last few years yeah I feel I've I I'm awakened more to how I felt when I was his age That's and good. more how I used to believe and how I used to think before age and life and having children and being in a very small homeschool community narrowed my window of my worldview and so it's like someone cracked the window open and I could see out better I was gonna say um and that maybe because he's a year younger than Alexander and I've just recently observed a shift in Alexander of feeling like like he backed off of participating and now he's back in Mm -hmm. and he's like that's a real tendency for teenagers to not want to participate yeah Mm -hmm. Um, so and it's a full like he's fully buying in to the things he participates in that's good and so i don't know if that is and you know what and i and i believe his choice to not go this is the thing i think if he's given the freedom to make that choice then it'll he'll enjoy it when he if he chooses to opt in more Mm -hmm. because he got to make that choice yeah and he feels more respected like someone he's not a little kid who has who people have to make decisions yeah. for yeah 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 and that's part of and I, that him learning to be a grow, mm-hmm. being a grown-up is being how allowed to have the space to make those decisions mm-hmm. and not worry about judgment yep so um okay. so yeah <laughs> what are you working on so Karen? what are you working on <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm actually gonna finish a sweater before Ooh. it's time that is from the all-time best pom-pom app magazine it in which is. i want to make every single thing in there. it is it's called oh, wait a minute you oh, looked, we up looked it up how to, how say to it. pronounce it 
Astragal. Astragal. Like, like go, almost go like seagull, but not... Astragal. Astragal. A-S-T-R-A-G-A-L. Okay. We had to Google it. So, so what does it mean? Oh, it's it. a um, form of molding found on doors. It's a specific shape of molding. Huh. I Googled it. <laughs> now I know <laughs> things. Okay, so... This this is really going to be super comfortable. It's, it's my it is a blue black, so it's still kind of my color mm-hmm. palette. But what's making it unusual for me is it's a crop top, and I'm gonna it's but it's not so cropped that it's gonna show off my belly button. You it's know what? With the dress you're wearing right now, I was wearing a dress with a sweater over it this weekend, and I will talk about the sweater not right now. But I was wishing it were like six inches shorter, specifically to wear with dresses. So, you can so cropped sweaters with dresses is very is a very cute look. And I was wishing that my sweater was shorter, which is the first time that's ever happened to me. Because <laughs> well, normally I wish my sweater was longer. But it was really part cute. of part of this year is also accepting body acceptance of my own body, and you know that I'm gonna someday to be different. No, this is my body. This is what my body is, and I can make. And I I've seen larger bodies look amazing in crop tops it's a and good it, proportion. it all depends on what you wear it with too yeah. it depends you know? on what you wear it with exactly um so I'm, so it's a sweater it's a sweater does it um, have full length sleeves or three, about three quarter sleeves it's it's in reverse stocking net which um since my brain likes to pearl a lot that's fine i would knit that sweater inside out yep <laughs> There was there Oh, that's so cute. And, okay, so there was one point where I did get a little <clears throat> tired of it, and so I did do I did like a, a German short row, a short row turn. Yeah, but after a while, I'm like, oh, I think my gauge is, is going to be a little different because oh, my gauge sense. knitting is not the same as my gauge purling, and I want to change it, so I change it back. Um, but it's it's got this really cute floral kind of detail, and the knits that are, and the ribbing that is there is a knit through the back loop, so it's a nice tight little rib. So it's not poofy, it's very but cute. it's got this really cool detail at the bottom hem that it looked like peaks and valleys. Kind of like a scalloped ribbing. Yeah, kind of like a scalloped ribbing, but it's straight on the bottom, but the ribbing is coming, like the scalp is coming up into it's really the cute. bottom yes. of the sweater. And the bottom of the sleeves are going to have the same detail. I think that's going to look really cute yeah. on you. I'm going to make that sweater, but in lavender. Ooh. Ooh. Whenever I get to it. Well, my color <laughs> choice was determined by... I'm going to choose from stash. Yeah. There you and, go. Okay, so I might have been cheating. I had one skein of the four. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you had to buy one skein. <laughs> no, no, no. I started with the one. You I were bought inspired three. by stash. I still think that's fine. It's partial stash. If you finish the sweater, that does equal one skein of yarn out of your stash. That's yes. right. Yes, that's right. Um, that Of course, it was a different dye lot. And I saw that, that means nothing in Malabrigo. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it's Malabrigo. What yarn is it? It's Malabrigo. And so what I did was when it came, I just, uh, when the first one was not yet done, I alternated a round of one around another. Mm-hmm. So at least it would blend down. You can't tell. Not at all. It's funny. I see it. It looks like a gradient because it's a little bad. darker at exactly. the bottom, but it looks very intentional. Yes, it does. And I did not do that on the sleeves, but the sleeves had that same feel because, hey, the three were the same dye lot, yeah. and the one wasn't. But no, I'm going to be really. And please, it's kind of a like a dirty denim, if you could think what, of it that it way. Cirrus gray is that the color? Cirrus gray. It doesn't really look gray to me, but I don't know why they call it that because it's definitely blue. It's blue, Sometimes but it has it's more towards patches. This. Yeah, it's got the yeah. The it does have gray have tones. A gray to it. over blue. It very reads. It reads as a blue. But it's doesn't this look like like a slightly worn denim, but not mm-hmm. more light, like a 
like the denim that you've washed you, did you two call it times. dirty denim dirty right denim now. dirty <laughs> denim i like a slight grunge look to stuff it's just i like things that are not overly perfect and neat and tidy probably because my life is that way i feel more comfortable <laughs> with my life if i'm not I'm not a everything in its place kind of person. I need things kind of spread out in mm -hmm. front of me to really spatially see where it goes. Well, you'll have that sweater finished in no time. I know. I'm on a sleeve. And it's not, and I'm like, and I, so I was, two days ago, I was four inches from the bottom. So, and this one goes all the way, it's a top-down sweater. So you're going all the way around the body. It's a pullover. Um, it's a pullover. I realized I did not give myself the amount of ease that it calls for. It calls for six to eight oh, it inches. it has a lot of ease. It's, it calls for six to eight inches of ease. I only did like two or three inches. I think but I think it's still going to look great. Have I, you tried you know, it on? No, but this has this has silk content, so I can block it bigger. Which one is it? Which yarn? I'm sorry. This is Malabrigo oh, it, It's Malabrigo Dos I haven't knitted with I like to say it that way. Dos Tieres. It's beautiful. It just has this great feel to it's it. It's got some alpaca in it, doesn't it? it Maybe it's like a little halo. That's right. It's alpaca, not silk, but it feels like silk. But the alpaca is going to behave similarly and, and give it some stretch and some drapes. So mm -hmm. um, it's got a really pretty yoke kind of design. You've got your increases on a yoke pattern as opposed to a raglan. Um, and I just love how the little, it's not, it's like a floral, like a, like a bud, like a bud, or uh, a teardrop. Yeah, shape. Drop kind of shape. It comes up, uh, it comes up right from the um, from the ribbing at the neck. Mm -hmm. So, cool. Anyhow, so that's the thing that's I'm currently working on. It I've got, and I've got a couple things I was working on this week that I actually finished for the next set of classes. Cool. Um, so you're not working on them anymore. Well, they go to the next. They go to the next, the next segment. segment. That's why I didn't say anything. I'm trying to be good. <laughs> so, what are you working on, Anne? I am working on simpler, sinister sweater. Sinister. Yeah. What makes it sinister? So That's fun to say. I might have talked about it in the past. I don't it think is. So. I don't remember that name. For my son, who is 19. Did you name it this? No. This is the pattern. It's the pattern. Simpler, oh. sinister sweater, and it's um. I'm not super familiar with its designer. I just came across it because it was like hot right now. And then I was like, Alexander, look at this. It's adorable. So my six foot two, six foot three, um, 19 year old son um, loves kitties. Mm -hmm. And he just loves, loves kitties. So it is awesome. um, a two-tone sweater, yoke-shaped sweater with... Um, oh, God, look at this. <gasps> I need to make that for James. <laughs> oh, uh, I want to see if he would yes. love that. I have to write so that down. Head. So it's just a That's little... Um, and awesome. It's a yoke. It's so easy. It is yeah. a simple. And actually, I really like this sweater design. Like, it's just a very good go-to yoke, and mm -hmm. you can skip the color work. And so the but color why work... why would you? I, the color work is these little kitty heads like if a kitty were peeking over a fence and it's, it's a not, whole line of but them. it's not obvious you if we know because look when at you it, first look at it you just see oh, i don't know color two two colors and then you look closer and then yeah. it's oh which yeah. is perfect for a six foot three yeah um you know big guy <laughs> he has this shirt his girlfriend there's a gave cardigan version i know the cardigan yes oh, <laughs> there's it. there's instructions it's in it on to make it a, a cardigan i was gonna call it a cardigan there's a kid again for babies <laughs> this this 
one has it in a kid again. Yeah. <laughs> it has it in, like, the sizes on this are for a child with a 17 and a half inch chest to an adult with a 64 inch chest. Wow. Um, this is awesome. Yep. I'm going to show that to James. Um, I'm it, I'm excited about it. And so I'm in the kitty heads. And when you get to that point in the pattern, it says. I was wondering uh, what you were doing. Yeah. It says, the cats are here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only seven rows of fun, but it's worth it. Yes. Um, And he's looking forward to it. Like he's asking me where his sweater is, which this is a birthday Ooh, present. That, that's him. good. When's his birthday? birthday was in October. And we picked the colors together. I, I've heard a few women who are making sweaters for their 19-year-olds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a couple ladies out there doing it for their daughters. I'm like, I'm also making a sweater for my 19-year-old. Um, I might need to make the kid version for my niece. She would love it. Well, that. I'm thinking about it for my for my three, for my daughter and my three nieces, but or my two nieces. But um, they're also very picky about texture. Oh, yeah. And like Mirabella has told me many times, even though she loves me making for her, that she doesn't really like yarny mm-hmm. fabric on her skin. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah, wah. I'll Aww. break her of it. Get over it. Well, she likes, she's enjoying knitting and crochet. That is the main thing that I am actively working on. I did make a swatch on the 24th, which I think I'm going to make this sweater without the kitty heads, and I'll tell you why. I got, I was in Portland, and I shopped at two of my favorite yarn stores, um, Twisted, which is in Northeast Portland, mm-hmm. and Starlight Knitting Society, which is in South um, Southeast Portland. And I picked up some Germantown from Kelborn Woolen. I've always wanted to play with that yarn. Is it nice? It is. Uh-huh. It feels very wooly, yeah. and it comes in a convenient skein, yeah. which is really cool. Um, it doesn't feel great in the skein. It just feels wooly. I feel like it would be amazing for color work. Oh. Yes. And it does feel really good. It, I didn't I didn't bring it because it's in a different bag that I, I grabbed like this morning. I will be happy to let you touch <laughs> it. And then I picked up a couple other cool greens while I was there. <laughs> and then I picked up another cool green at Twisted. And thinking, I'm going to put these together in a stripey shawl of some sort. But I really feel very oriented to sweaters right mm-hmm. now. So that hasn't faded. Got to run with it. Yeah. So I um, striped, did a two and two stripe of the four. And the Germantown will be a... This is that the sweater, color. but a color yeah. in stripe. Kind of in the spirit of the go-to raglan, mm-hmm. but I want to make a yoke-shaped sweater. Yes. Um, and this, I'm really enjoying this pattern. It's very well-written and simple, and there's a lot of stitch counts. It's it's very good. Um, my gauge will be a little different, so I just adjusted the size that I'm going to cast on to get my finished size I want. That's awesome. Um, and so my greens are really, you'll, I'm sure I'll talk about it more in the future and show them to you when it's actually present. But, you know, in the what have I finished, I have a fair thing, and mm-hmm. we just made it through to the other side of Christmas. So really, I'm working on this sweater that my child is actually interested in receiving from me. That's awesome. It's a good thing. And I know he'll wear it. He hasn't mm-hmm. complained about yarny things against his skin. Are you using Arroyo? Yes. That's like the softest yarn anyway. It so. is. It passes the boys' test. So it's um Even when it Baird, feels, it, it's you'll love it. Cause... The Arroyo Natural and Baird as the, um, was the main color. Most of the, the cat heads in the sweater body will be in this color. 
little he wanted black little but there was cabinets. no yeah there was no black available with enough so I showed him there and I'm like this is a wonderful color you're gonna love it mm -hmm. and he has a little green tint to his eyes so I always like to put him in green if I can get him there <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say can you put your 19 year old in clothes anymore <laughs> um if I take away everything else, <laughs> we work together in a formal work environment. So I really hate the question, what do your kids want for Christmas? Because like, if you know them, you would just pick something. People who ask that question do know them well, but I still don't like yeah. the question. So I told everyone to get him work shirts. <laughs> did, you, so did I he appreciate that? sort of controlled what he <laughs> So technically you can in a roundabout way. Um, I think he did. Yeah. I mean, he really, he really liked it. His grandparents were the people who provided that on both sides and he's already worn one to work today and he wore one on his date to his girlfriends to go see, like he changed into it at grandma's Aww. after Christmas to go on a date with his girlfriend to see cats <laughs> and they, they knew it was going to be bad. Yeah. And they just wanted to see how far they could make it through the Did movie. Did they stay the whole time? They made it halfway. Okay. I have and not I'm seen like, that yet. I'm I am like, not even going to go. Dude, you have so much money to throw around that you're going to go to a nine o'clock showing of a movie you know you're not going to sit all the way through. <laughs> Let's talk about rent again. Right? <laughs> this seems like you have expendable income. Yeah. He also didn't use a coupon that I gave him recently. I was like, here, I have a 20% off coupon for you to go buy your, your ingredients to your you, presents. Why do you want to spend more money so than you I don't asked have him, to? Yeah, I asked him, um, I think it's probably tied to, like, anxiety of doing something out of order. Oh. And um, I asked him, oh, did the 20% off coupon help you? He's like, I didn't use it. It only saved me a few bucks. I'm like, okay, tell me the amount you spent so we could really go over the amount that you would have saved. <laughs> $6. Oh, that's only a few bucks, Mom. Sure. That's that. If it were me, it's my six dollars. Yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't pay for you know. He doesn't pay for anything. Mortgage and bills and stuff. So <laughs> okay. So he so, doesn't have that perspective. That is the main thing I am working on in current time, and I, I really have made good progress. I started it wrong the first time, and I had like maybe an inch of the oak done. Mm -hmm. And when we we went on a four day trip to. Portland and when we arrived on my first day really being there I ripped it back to the collar and I got to here mm -hmm. so which is what here is is about 10 inches and, mm, yeah eight Maybe inches nine. into the collar yeah into the yoke mm -hmm. and he's I'm making the size 14 which is a 56 inch chest so there's a lot of stitches on here Whew. yeah um I am working on a sock um, this sock looks amazing. It is funky. So this pattern is called There and Back Again. And it's by... <laughs> is it Hobbit uh, based? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I don't shouldn't know. shouldn't it be um, There and Back Again? Uh, it's by Chanel Wu. And it is a sock that is knit flat. And with... Wait, I have to read you her description because it's funny. Um, it's knitted flat so you don't have to use double pointed needles. Um, let me pull it up so I can read to you exactly what it says. I was a little obsessed with a book that is out. I think you still get it. It's two socks on straights mm. and it's like cool like things. Like this kind of thing? Yeah. So it says a sock that's knit completely fat with no short rows and no seaming. How did they do it? And I was like, that's enough to get to me, <laughs> get me to buy the pattern. Um, a mystery. It involves picking up stitches. Spoiler alert. But it is very fun. I just started it today and I'm. Uh, you almost have a whole sock. I am yeah. finished with the 
uh, instep and I turned my toe and now I'm working on my sole and I have to pay attention. I should pay attention because I have to figure out when I have to start increasing um, to do my heel. But that is what I'm currently working on. I have a million little things that I have started for class samples, but it's a lot of various things. Um, and I want to get back to, I think tomorrow I'm leaving town for New Year's weekend. And um, I want to pick back up my rainbow, what is it called? Rainbow in the Storm oh, sweater that, that I was working on a couple months ago because I haven't touched that in a while. Um, so I think I'm taking that with me this weekend. But that is, I'm just working on lots of little things because Christmas sort of offset everything I was doing. <laughs> yep. So that is what I'm working on right now. Um, yeah, I've got some designs I have I, that are coming up. <laughs> I could look at my notes. I'm pretty sure that's all I'm working on. <laughs> oh, I also have um, a baby-sized version of the Strange Brew sweater pattern as both a class sample and I have friends who are having a baby boy this um, springtime. So what are you so putting be for on them. it? Yeah, what colors? Uh, what are you doing? It is, there's a picture of it on my Instagram. It's kind of like a rust colored background. I thought I saw rust. With like a kind of Tiffany bluey, light blue color, <gasps> Ooh, color work in the yoke. That's pretty. And I wanted to test if I just sort of, because the pattern gives you like a certain number of rows you have to work with for each color work section. So I just picked a motif that matched that number of rows for mm -hmm. each one and I didn't really plan it. I just wanted to see what would happen if I just chose a pattern and did it each different one each time. And it turned out pretty cute. So that was a success, a successful experiment and it's going to be a very cute sweater. And the yarn I'm using is from Hobby Lobby and it is called something about Merino. It's like a touch of Merino or, oh, it's called, it must be Merino. And it's like a nylon Merino blend, but it's super soft and I really like it. So I would consider making myself a sweater in it and it was inexpensive, but um, so I have the body almost finished in that. I, I have the pattern strange brew uh -huh. and I will say I looked, I looked at it and I know everything from tin can knits is really good. They walk you through it and mm -hmm. yet I felt intimidated. The pattern is like 30 pages I long. I know. I look at it and it feels intimidating, but then you did your Santa sweater is like rocking amazing. And so I'm doing the strange brew pattern as a class. If you're listening to this, you can sign up for it now. Um, and I'm going to spend the first session of that class going through all of the options. So you don't have to buy any yarn. You don't have to do any prep work. Just show up to the class with the pattern and we'll figure out what we're doing. Cause you have, it's something like 25 different sizes. You can knit it top down or bottom up. You can do it in DK sock or worsted. And then you have to design your color work. So it's a lot of options, but the pattern is broken down into basically two patterns. There's the top down pattern and there's the bottom up pattern. So that's the majority of the pages is like, it's two different patterns. Plus at the end, there's all the resources of charts and um, color work stuff. So it's, that it's a very long, very thorough pattern, but it is, is amazing. it's basically a book. Um, but I, I sort of felt the same way when I started my Christmas sweater. I was like, this is a lot of pattern, but you really just pick out the pages you need. It's a lot of pages, but it was very approachable. So that can jump, we can jump into what did I finish? So I finished my Christmas sweater. It's so cute. <laughs> I don't know if I, I'm sure I talked about it. Yeah, you did. Twice. Um, so it is, but it, it seems like it came together quickly. It like, did. I started it in October 
and oh, I've wow. got I'm knitting I knitted it from the bottom up. So I started in October and I started the body and I got like up to the underarms. And then at the beginning of December I realized I should start it if I should get back to work on it if I want to wear it on Christmas. So then I knit the sleeves and they were pretty quick and the color work in the yoke has Christmas trees and Santas and holly berries and leaves in the yoke. And I went on Google and I searched for like Christmas knitting charts and I kind of made up some and used some that I could find as my uh, color work patterns and plugged them into that pattern and it worked really well. And I had sort of sketched it out first to sort of get an idea of what it would look like and my sweater looks exactly like my sketch. I was very proud of myself. Excellent. <laughs> but I'm very happy with it and I wore it for a little while on Christmas Eve before I got too hot because there were a lot of people in Wouldn't my house. Would that be a great <laughs> pattern to, to mix with that altered altered stitch? Alternate, oh yeah, that would be fun. Um, yeah. Stitch dictionary. It was very fun and I could see myself making a lot of them. I'm going to finish the baby size one and then I want to knit another adult size one with my class because there are endless possibilities. Yeah. Well, I mean, stranded knitting is one of my absolute favorite things. It's so fun. Um, and the possibilities are endless, mm -hmm. and it is very impressive for the amount of work you need to put in, which is not that much. less than it seems. There were some sections of the sweater that I shot myself in the foot because they had three colors per row, which oh, I hate yeah. doing. <laughs> but if I didn't do that, the Christmas trees wouldn't have ornaments on it, yeah. and they needed to have ornaments. And it's much better to strand it than to duplicate yes. stitch it I later. thought about it for a second. I was like, no, that's a bad yeah. idea. Half a second, right? Now, why do you think that duplicate stitch would be... Because it, it was a lot messy? of... It, it would have taken longer. There's quite oh. a few trees. <laughs> quite a few trees. <laughs> yes. Quite a there lot. were like 50 trees or something on my oh. sweater. It would have taken a lot longer to duplicate stitch the because little the, red dots all, on. All the different strands of each color eat per tree would have been... Yeah. It would have ta changed the texture of the sweater, too. Yeah. It was, a, it was a labor of love, but I literally enjoyed every minute of it. I had a really good time making it. I wish you could make um, one Santa browning. You know, I, that's why I had to knit it from the bottom up so yes. he wouldn't be sad, but I could have like a little Easter egg Santa in there um, where he looks sad. But, but I, I was I appreciating your thoughtfulness of what bottom up to or top down would do mm -hmm. to your chart mm -hmm. because this sweater is bottom, is top down. Uh -huh. So the kitty ears are points. Oh, that's very thoughtful. Like, they probably like thought that. of it. Hey, look how cute this Otherwise, is. Otherwise, they wouldn't be. <laughs> they might have needed to it draw the chart quartz. differently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, use more chart, more rows to, like, maybe do right, three Right, to make a little peak. But it would never have been as good mm -hmm. if it weren't this direction. Um, yeah. So I finished that. Uh, I also finished my cozy classic raglan. I don't know if I finished it last time. That's my pink fuzzy one. Oh, that's so pretty. Um... The pattern... You were I committedly think, knitting on it at yes. the time. I think the pattern should be out by the time this episode comes out, because I think it's coming out January 3rd. Mm -hmm. And I test knitted it. Um, so I finished that, and I love it. I've actually worn it a couple times, which was surprising to me, because it's it has a strand of mohair, so it's very warm, but it's, it's very cozy. And I don't know why it took me so long to figure out that if you wear, like, a long-sleeve T-shirt under... A sweater that it's like I I always thought Perfect. like it's if I can wear less underneath that means I'll be less hot so I would wear like a camisole or a tank top or something yes but then it's like against my arms yeah. and then I would get hot yep so I don't know why it took me so long to figure out that if I That's just wear full length sleeves 
then I was much more comfortable. Listening to you say that is like, well, duh, of course. But then I'm like, have I really thought about that? No, I never thought about it before <laughs> until I was cold one day and I was wearing a long sleeve shirt and then I threw that one on over it so that none of the mohair was actually touching my skin. And so I didn't get sweaty or prickly or anything. It was just very nice and warm and cozy. That's awesome. And I love that sweater. I was thinking about when I was buying fun yarn this weekend to improvise something like, should I grab a strand of mohair? Mm Because like Knitted Wit is up there and Mm -hmm. she's like, they have a ton of it at Twisted. So many gorgeous colors and a ton of the pretty mohair. But I just couldn't envision. I don't know that a mohair sweater is for me. (laughs) It could be. I didn't think it would be for me either, but I really like it. And I have worn it more than once. And I, I wore it. When we were independent in Independence and it was snowing, which yes. is like, okay, I could wear well, it then. Uh, but I did wear it in Fillmore. Okay. I'm like, because I wasn't impressed when you were wearing it. No, I wore it like last was week. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I wore it in, I wore it here. I wore it here one day and I wore it all day. I understand that you had like near blizzard weather here in Ventura while I was gone. So did we? It was raining. We had a hot, we had a high of 43 yeah. Earlier. Which, oh, did you see the mountains? The mountains are gorgeous, gorgeous yeah. right now. Because it was pouring so freaking hard It won't hard be there tomorrow, night. but no. it was very pretty this there. morning. The range from Ventura I saw it this all morning. the way probably past Fillmore into it was gorgeous. It was just covered. I've never seen that much thick. snow. No, I've never seen beautiful. that much snow. Yeah, it got really low. Um, there was a year at, at this time, because it was the year we spent 10 days in Portland and I bought my boys all good snow gear thinking that it would snow and it never snowed. It just like icy rain. And then we came home and it snowed on January 3rd when we were at my mom's house in Santa Clarita and we had to drive home. Um, Uh And so, and I think there were a little bit of snow flurries in the target parking lot. That's awesome. (laughs) In Ventura. Um, What year was this? Dante was two or three. So, 2009, maybe? Okay. No, it wouldn't have been 2009. 2010. Hmm. Um, Several years ago. I have very much been enjoying this. Today was lovely. It was nice. It was nice. I like the coat weather. Yeah. Definitely. I didn't even need a coat in Portland. Wow. It was pretty... For them, it was very warm. Um, there was days that were close to, like, the on the 24th, it was, like, 38 degrees, but it was just brisk. The snow is lovely, but I was reminded quickly that I do not appreciate it being anywhere where I need to drive, because yeah. that didn't end well for me. But I, I've never driven in snow. I have once, barely when it was snowing, but when we drove to Independence the day after Thanksgiving, it was actively snowing in Lancaster. Ugh. And we had a fender bender yeah. and it was awful. Oh, you got in an accident? Yes. I didn't, I didn't tell you this? About this. Oh, yeah. So on well, the fourth. Okay? I'm fine. No, it was like the best it could have gone. On the 14 freeway north in Lancaster, it was like super snowy and icy. Mm-hmm. And there were all these people pulled over. And we were in my expedition, which is a very big, mm-hmm. sturdy car. And we hit ice on a bridge and sort of spun out and hit the guardrail in the center divider. And that's the scariest it, place. It was very scary. Uh, it bent my bumper and it broke my headlight. So if you go out and you look at my car, it's oh, damaged in the front. Oh. Um, but it's nobody was hurt. Everybody's fine. Thank God. Uh, we were able to keep going on our trip. It was Good. it turned out per, as well as you could have hoped. So, okay, you're done yeah. with that. Yes. Don't so that was again. reminded I don't like driving in the snow. Holy cow! So I'm thankful yes. that I can see it from my house, 
but I don't like that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy that I don't live in it. No, I know I would not like to live in it. We um, went up to Big Bear on Kevin's week birthday weekend, which was the next weekend, uh-huh. and um, it didn't snow on us, but it was nighttime and the roads were icy. Mm-hmm. That's um, scary. Well, and the other part, like Big Bear, is a big winding road, mm-hmm. right? So. Um, I've driven it one time before in the light, and I knew what was coming. But we got to a certain height on the mountain, and um, I turned on the... Uh, it's five five people in the car, so sometimes the windows fog up immediately. Yeah. So I was like, oh, got to turn on the... Defrosters? Uh, the defrosters. Nothing's changing. Oh, that's outside. <laughs> it was like a light, misty fog uh-huh. in and out of it the whole way up the mountain. So I... Um, I inflicted complete silence on my children. There was no talking to mom yes. allowed. And I turned on a, a CD that I know all the words to <laughs> so that I could just Zone sing yeah. at the top of my lungs for any frustration <laughs> and um, and zone out. And no one could was allowed to distract me from what I was doing. So God bless you for actually driving <laughs> in the snow. Yeah, we glad. didn't intend to. And yeah. then all of a sudden we hit Lancaster and it was like, Holy guacamole, there's a lot of snow up here. I've never seen snow that low. low. Yeah. It was nuts. I had heard it snow, but I didn't think about it affecting anyone I knew. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it affected me. It's fine. <laughs> but that's uh, that's all I've finished. <laughs> that's it? Yeah. Jeez. Well, a couple other things, but it's not nothing that exciting. Yeah. Two sweaters, that's all. Yeah. What'd you finish? Um, I have been making this cute pattern that... Um, Linda, Linda Frank turned me on to called the Bohemian Bear Beanie. It's a crocheted Was those those pink ones you made? Yeah. Those were cute. I threw it on Strings and Things um, Instagram in recent time. So my husband asked me early December if I would make a sweater for a baby shower that was two days away. How thoughtful. And he knew that he gave me permission to say no before he asked. <laughs> and he knew that it was an unreasonable request. But I, he caught me at a good moment, and I knew that was a quick thing, and I had drop-in the next day, so I was like, sure. Um, so I finished the one for Mirabella I had made two months before and made the pom-poms, which making the pom-poms takes almost as much time as making the hat. And almost as much yarn, yes. if not more. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's hard to say if it's not if it's not more. It's pretty close. But you got to be careful that your hat, your pom-poms don't weigh more than your hat. I think I've been over this before. <laughs> like your pom-poms need to weigh less than your hat. Otherwise it drags oh. it off the baby's head. Yeah. I was actually just going to give him the one I made from Mirabella and add pom-poms. And I was like, oh, it's a little tight for an adult head. And he's like, well, that's not going to fit a baby's head. And I didn't want to argue any further. So I just made a new one. Um, and then a coworker of his saw it and said, I want to have that. And I will buy one from your wife. And that Ooh. was like closer to Christmas. <laughs> And then I asked him, is this a Christmas present? He's like, yeah, I think it's a Christmas present. Also, she wants a shark bite hat. Then I went on this, like, brain-searching oh, thing of, like... Your existential crisis? Did I, have I ever... What did, has she ever seen me make one of those? No. Why is she asking for that? Have I ever made one of those? Kevin's like, yeah, yeah, one of the boys had it. So I was like, okay, which one? And then I looked through all of my photos... All of my finished projects on Ravelry, which I have not been very good about keeping up over the years. I went through my patterns. I searched magazines it might have come out of because I think it could have been like in a Halloween magazine the first time I saw it. I cannot find having made one ever. But then I also have a vision of one of my sons wearing them. But I can't imagine I didn't take a picture of it. (laughs) So then I was like, fine, ask 
oldest son if if um where his is so he responds ask dante that's the next one down ask dante it's his he had one dante's like i've never had that alexander had that <laughs> so finally i just hot found potato i just found a pattern on ravelry and i made it except the poor girl didn't care about getting it for christmas mm -hmm. and i used up a lot of my making time before christmas to get this project done <laughs> but it's done so when they get back to school, she can have it and, and buy it from him and great. But the Bohemian Bear beanie is really cute. It's a child or adult size and you just change the hook size. And you put make two big pom-poms for either side. It has bobbles and post stitches and it makes like a little um, basket weave and there's ribbing and the pom, -pom the bobbles remind me of Daleks. <laughs> totally, yeah. totally. Um, I went to so then I used up all my making time and I had this plan of something I wanted to make that was going to like it was important to me from that I was looking forward to on the trip to have this made so I have these two adorable nieces and Mirabella and the three of them are three pods and you know three peas in a pod and they love each other they get along the whole time they're together I haven't seen them together for a length of time long or short where mm -hmm. they do not get along they have this good balance of standing up to each other <laughs> and of um mm -hmm. of going in stride with it so i made them the cutest pajamas in the world it's the simplicity pattern i made for my daughter recently and um it's little science science things all over it on a pink background and their mom's a scientist um, kevin's a, a science teacher and I put Rick Rack in their each their own colors. And um, so I had to pack up my sewing machine and bring it to Portland with me so I could finish that. Mm -hmm. And I did. And you actually sewed. I sewed. It flew with you. I've done it. Yeah, I've done it twice. Like this is my second time taking my sewing machine to my in-laws house. This time I realized that kind of irritated my father-in-law the first time. So I asked my mother-in-law if there was a card table. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and my husband set it all up upstairs for me. We could close the door. No one had to see it. And um, I got no complaints. So then we were at Pendleton. Oh. So guess what day the mill closed at Pendleton this year? I don't know. On the Friday that I was flying there. No. <laughs> so the mill was no longer doing mill tours, which is something I've wanted to do yes. for a long time. I guess but you won't that's be getting okay. that for Christmas. The mill, yeah. <laughs> well, I went to the mill store. You're still not getting Pendleton stuff this year. <laughs> Damn it. This year. Um, <laughs> So you love I love you so much, but I already had your project finished because it's one of the things I finished five gifts. Can't talk about them because um, we haven't done our gift exchange yet. We like to do a post. -holiday. I have to get you guys something. No, <laughs> your presents can be the present. Okay. Yeah. No, I you're gonna yeah. love. The problem I had was I got stuff and then I forgot I got stuff, so I got more stuff. Ooh, and I'm I like, love it. Like, so Pendleton, what happened uh, to Pendleton? So the store yeah. was open. Uh -huh. oh. No one else wanted to be there. <laughs> You're like, I don't care, children. <laughs> well, they were good and everyone was patient. Mirabella was cool with being there. I just wasn't going to buy her anything. <laughs> Mommy, I like this. Mommy, I like that. <laughs> so I did, I got some yardage that was 40% off of their Ooh. $109 per yard. You know, I... Uh, Fabric Town has a couple Pendletons, and I, I went to look at it, it, and I was like, "Hoo hoo, no, I can't." Right now, <laughs> I had been looking forward to this all year, so I had a budget in yeah. mind. Yeah, the price per yard, or at least a hundred dollars. Well, how wide is it? Sixty-four inches. Okay, so it's wider. Oh yeah. Okay, you're so getting, I got one point three six inches 
and binding to go around it. So I'm going to do my own blanket. Oh, um, so okay. it's just me sized. I'm not sharing it. 1.3 what? 1.36 yards. You so. said inches. Oh. <laughs> I got a tiny little I strip of Pendleton and that's what that. I can afford. Because I don't it's, know if you guys have heard about. It's a Snuggie that I fit in my purse. <laughs> <laughs> I just wrap it real yeah, tight around my neck. tiny little scarf. I rub it against my cheek. <laughs> And I bound it with their with their felted yeah. binding. Oh my God. Um, you can so one of the things I had heard about one of the myths uh-huh. of Pendleton is like you and I haven't investigated signing up for this because I think it'd be probably a little overwhelming. You they can send, they'll send you boxes of their scraps. Oh scraps! Yeah, oh, I need that. And so like I think a lot of the like what if we go in on a box? Oh maybe Ooh. the three of us split it. That'd be well, fun. Oh, I think a lot of the purse designers who are doing just a little mm-hmm. square, they're doing so that's what those I boxes. Yeah. yeah. And um, there was seriously good stuff. Because one of the things I saw was the closet pattern, closet case patterns. Mm-hmm. It, there's our cute jacket. Do you guys remember offhand what it's called? What is no. it called? Oh, I can look. But they had that jacket made in one of their plain fabrics with one of the pattern jacquards. Um, as a Ooh, panel and cool. I found pieces that were big enough in the scrap bin that they sell by the pound five dollars a pound <gasps> there was like wow. there was good I will show you guys this good stuff later I didn't grab the bag so I got stuff to make myself a blanket they had quarter yard scraps or you know remnants that I'm gonna make <laughs> um, a scarf for myself and a scarf for my mom and I'm gonna bind all around with mm-hmm. those like they do their blankets um and I made this is this is what are you finished with? Time. Yeah. <laughs> so I was still shopping for my sister in law for Christmas um, for back here in in Southern California. So I they had little applique packets that were curated, and Ooh. I got like this dark dark navy um, plaid in their shirt weight plaid, and then two um, I don't know what weight they were, but they're almost like a thick felt weight. Um, in turquoise and navy blue and you know those coasters that you make where you um layer like box a closing a box top one over one over Mm -hmm. one over so around the perimeter and then turn it right side Mm -hmm. um if you came to our open house it was like like the The little tissue tissue. thing Mm -hmm. yeah um so i made two of those and i got her this gorgeous pendleton mug to go with the mug rags um she opened them and first she opened the mug rags and it's just these two squares (laughs) Ooh, you got me a square. A felted flannel. <laughs> She's like looking at me in a sort of confused way. Like, <laughs> it's okay. like, they're mug rags. Open the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, I thought they looked cute together. Nice. The cool. The cutest pajamas in the world were very satisfying. And they were on the cutest girls in the world. There you go. So and what you- oh. just last thing, my niece Kylie is one of the best human beings for receiving. Yeah. Handmade goods. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Because yeah, that's it's nice important. to have those in your life. Yeah. There's some people that are that are okay with it, and there's some people that you want to make more stuff for because yeah. they're the kind of people oh, yeah. that encourage you. I thought her little sister would be a little more excited about getting something that I made directly for her because she gets all, all the hand like the uh-huh. hand me down handmade. She's six, uh, she and it's a little. It was a little it. big on her. Mm. Mm. Kylie's always been good. Anyway, everyone's different. <laughs> Let's compare my niece's personalities now. I'm done. <laughs> so, what have you finished, Karen? Well, 
I was trying to figure out things I finished, but I realized some of the things I finished are not necessarily physical, tangible things. Oh. Um, <laughs> the things that I finished are more p- me putting my designer hat, knitwear designer hat on. The world benefits. Yeah, that. the world benefits hat. I don't know why I just said that because you put it in my head and I mimic everything you say. <laughs> That's dangerous. Oh, don't even put that. I'm not looking at you because I see that look on your face. I just wanted to compliment that when you design something, it's all good for everybody. That's all. And, and you I'm agreed, good. like yeah. you should have. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> anyway, what have you? What have you? What designed, is she? Karen? What, what is sub, she's subliminally planting more things in my head? Um, Okay, so I have a pattern that I sent to my tech editor, and you would think because it was already written that I just had to send it to her, and she'd correct it, and it'd be all fine. But when you have a pattern that you haven't thought about in five years, that unfortunately, five years ago is when I started really getting good about keeping data spreadsheets. I had awesome. a spreadsheet with all my numbers, and I took, um, I made kept track of everything I did step by step by step which really, really helped her to be able to keep track of. I, so I designed a pattern five years ago that never got edited or published, and it's a really unusual design. It goes cuff to cuff, but it's got increases, and the way it goes across the neck is kind of a reverse contiguous. If you have ever done a contiguous shoulder, just think it just it creates a collar. It's just, mm-hmm. an, it's kind of, I like to turn things upside down and look at them from a different perspective, and then once the top half of the garment's done, then you pick up stitches and go down. Anyway, but I mean that were that edit that writing was so so far in the past. I couldn't tell you what I did or why I got those numbers that I did. <laughs> Fortunately, my numbers made sense and was good. But um, it still takes a while to work back and forth and do some corrections. And but um, when you're re you're re knitting it, right? Or? So I will be re knitting it because again the the the. the Yarn company no longer exists. Um, she's got moved on to other things. She got a degree, and I love the 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 yarn. But now that I'm trying to re-swatch it, I realize the gauge that I got on her yarn. She had a very unique twist to that yarn, and so it's actually a good thing in the long run because I'm using I'm going to be using a yarn that has a more standard um, feel to it for mm. its weight. It's a it's a worsted weight. And um, to get gauge in this particular stitch, I had to go to a five. Where originally on the other one, I got I got that gauge on an eight. Mm-hmm. So, but fortunately, I'm like we are going by gauge, not by we're not changing the numbers to fit. Mm-hmm. We're, we're gauge is king. So if I had to That's get that right. gauge on a five, then five is what I'm recommending to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so um, gauge is king. And I will be looking for testers. Um, next month, and to it's just for the to, for the sweater that'll the test will run for three to four months, which means you'll be finishing it up just in time to put it away for the next place where it's cold. But maybe you maybe you're gonna live in a place where it's cold longer than than here mm-hmm. in Southern California. But um, yeah, so that that took some of my mental. I also designed a purse pattern. Mm-hmm. So, so pretty. Um, Something, uh, something a sewed a sewing pattern a sewing pattern. I've never done a sewing pattern before. Um, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to look into how to make the pattern uh, uh, pattern pieces mm-hmm. for cutting out because I have a, a sewing pattern for that. Remind me to bring it. Okay, awesome. 
Um, and the I get to do schematics now because I got a really awesome, a better way of making schematics. Um, I used to have a bamboo drawing, Wacom tablet. It was a very small thing. And then my husband decided to get it, that we'd be, asked me if, it would be, if Spencer, who would, who is going to be, who wants to be an artist of some sort, and he's got the skills to do that, if he would appreciate something like that for Christmas. And I said, yeah, but I have been asking for years for me to have something like that because my laptop doesn't work with my with my bamboo tablet, which is no longer, it's so old, it's no longer supported. So guess what I got for Christmas? Hey, the drawing tablet. Woo! This drawing tablet has its own screen and it's all, it's like 15 and a half inches wide. Wow. That's awesome. It's bigger than my laptop. Oh, that sounds fun to play with. Yeah, it's going to be fun to play with. So I'll be working on layout and putting more of my designer. But it was cool. gonna, but it was a neat stretch to try to design something in a in a another medium that I yeah. haven't done before. Um, I made this really cool hat that you yeah, can't really see, cute. but it's she'll post a picture on her Instagram page. Yes, I will. <laughs> and it's a, it's going to be a it's a cappuccine. C-A-P-U-C-I-N-E hat. I've always wanted to make that hat, yeah. and I've never done it, it's but so I should. Cute. Okay, think of it a be as a beanie. It's like a hood that's not attached to a sweater. I think of it as a deconstructed beanie. It's like because a beanie a with a big bonnet. split in the back. It's, yeah. a it's a bonnet. It's a bonnet. It's really Whoa. cute, though. It is. That's not a disparaging okay. remark, so but it is a bonnet. The, the yarn, I really fell in love with it, and it's good because it's called, it's from Yarn Love. Mm. And this color is called peach jellyfish. And <laughs> I like it. And it's, it's so pretty. It's got you know, pink to make me one of those. I feel like that's a good hat because it's, it's like a, it's a one evening. It's probably hat. really easy to wear. Super easy. Yeah, you just try kinda, this on. Uh, no, it's okay. No, okay. Um, my hair's clean. No, I, I'm not. <laughs> mine might not be. <laughs> um, no, I should make one of those. Okay, it's but a hat good. this special needed a special pom pom. That is a good and pom pom. You know what? You can find. Anything you want on the magic of the internet. So I thought if I type in unicorn faux fur pom pom, because it is not just faux, it's not just a fluffy pom pom, it's like a faux fur with rainbow. rainbow colors. I found it looks like I you found them. Skin some sort of unicorn cat something. <laughs> That's what I suspected because I was going to ask you if you had to go to the dark web for that. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> Shh. You guys can't tell this, okay? You don't. Shh. If it's you're listening on the to this, internet, Karen. <laughs> if you're listening oh, to this, no. it's already on the internet. No. In various places late. and sources. <laughs> Societies against the cruelty to unicorns are going to come after me now. It's a special PETA chapter. Yeah. PETA <laughs> chapter. Oh, cool. I'm glad I pissed them off then. It would be PEDU. PEDU. <laughs> People for the Ethical Treatment of Unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> Pitois. Pitou. Pitou. All I know is it's that... French. Oh my god. Okay, you guys are devolving. Devol I need to go to bed. <laughs> That's not even the right word. Oh, we didn't get to our goal till this hour. <laughs> oh my gosh, look how late it is. Anyway, so yeah, so I finished that hat and so much so that I think that this is gonna be my when I'm feeling gloomy and down, this hat makes me ridiculously cheerful and happy because that pom-pom i just want to throw pom-poms at people unicorn pom-poms at people because they'll laugh they'll be happy True. yeah unless you catch a little bit of that fur in your eye and then that's too bad on you well then you're gonna get assault yeah. charges 
and while it's not quite as exciting, I did. I realized, oh, I finished three other things. I made three stacking pop-up containers. Oh, they're very those. cute. Those are cool. Mm-hmm. And stash fabric. That's awesome. It's like, okay, this is a fabric for, uh, I took some of it from a fabric from a dress that I intended three years ago to make that I probably never going to make. Uh, stash fabric, from leftover fabric from a dress I did make. Um, leftover bits and bots. And the it's got these, uh, like a giant spring that goes mm-hmm. inside. They're really, they're fun. That, that's awesome. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that that's uh. what I've completed. Cool. It's a pretty good list for December, especially. Yeah. yeah. Good job, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We should be proud of ourselves. Yeah. Which, well, it is December. Yeah. Which means that, well, no, technically it's January. You're Sorry, to it's this January. In January. Um, We're living in the past in December. Yes. <laughs> so we wanted to take a little time to sort of do like a wrap up of our making lives in 2019. So I told Ann and Karen to think about maybe some of the favorite things that you've made this year, any trends that you saw in your making this year, or if you have any goals looking forward to 2020, not, you don't have to have any goals, but if you do have a goal, tell us what it is. So anybody want to start? I got a good list. Okay. Good. Anyway, from my point of view. Okay, I am going to compose a Make 9 for mm-hmm. 2020, which if you don't know about it, um, there is a post on its start, um, which I have bookmarked the person who originated it. Um, but the you may have noticed on Instagram, if you're on there, that people are posting um, these three by three squares of nine things that they have maybe finished in 2019 or that they... Um, are planning to make for 2020. It's been going on for several years. If I like the hashtag has been um, floating around for a long time. And I think it started in 2015. And um, there's an Instagram for it of make nine challenge, M A K E N I N E challenge. And she talks about um, on December 8th, she put out there like when it started de- December 2015 and what her motivation for um, creating it was. And it kind of like, you know, any good hashtag has taken Instagram by storm. So I'm going to put together an, a knit make nine. So of nine things I want to complete in the coming year and a sewing make nine. Um some people mix them mm-hmm. and it's all kinds. It's it's what you want to do to grow yourself. And my main goal, which I'm trepidatious about saying out loud, I haven't <laughs> said it out loud. So I, I have tried, one of those goals that I am afraid to say. <laughs> I, I tried to have a yarn diet and I definitely bought more consciously this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think I met my standard, like my personal standard of what I wanted to do. So I'm going to turn it on a little bit and I'm going to ask myself to use from my stash first mm-hmm. for the coming year. Because there are a lot of things I planned last year in 20, you know, 2019 that I never even did. So I'm sure I'm front loaded for probably yeah. all mm-hmm. nine in both categories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to, I think you guys have already kind of been leading the path on this, but I am definitely enjoying sewing from independent um, designers. Mm-hmm patterns and I have a backlog of those and plenty of fabric to uh-huh. make lots of things and I have plenty of knitting and crochet projects planned. <laughs> Maybe I'll also make a crochet make nine. 
this is when I get overambitious. Yeah, I was going to say, spoil calm it all. So maybe if a yarn get, one you, no, no, and a sew one. How about if you get through the first one, it's your carrot to do the next yeah, one. Yeah, my so, six-month make nine check-in. Yeah. Um, maybe. Um, like, don't make the next nine to the first nines. Maybe. Maybe. I think, they're, I think they have to run concurrently. Maybe the knit and the crochet are one and then the other, but the, the yarn and the sewing have to be concurrent. Okay. Um, so trends that I noticed, I thought that was, like, a really good... Mm-hmm. way to look back at your work um I definitely had like a lot of sewing flurries this year for a long time I wasn't doing much sewing and I think mm-hmm. having the designated space here and the personal space to work in really changed oh, yeah. my accessibility oh, yeah. to getting stuff done I really enjoyed the sew your view mm-hmm. um I, I think I I made probably four of the things. I, I bought the you pattern. Made more than that. Well, I bought the pattern every oh, time. Okay. Um, I did the skirt that I love. I did a top. I did a jacket. jacket. I think the top I was from last year. No. Sure. Yeah, the pants are just I love. Oh, just I just her. did that as a class. Oh. Um, they're doing pajamas this time, but I already like kind of have a favorite way to make pajamas, so. <laughs> Um, but I bought the pattern every time and they were all great patterns. And, and the ones I made, I really liked, like I, I made, I either pushed myself to do something a little extra special or I made multiples of, and there's a great dress. I think that was in May. Anyway, I really enjoyed that and I loved watching it. Cool. Um, and I feel a lot more motivated to take part in that slow fashion of really wearing what you make. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. a lot of my work clothes are things I've made. Um, I'm making more sweaters, so those go into my work wardrobe and day-to-day wardrobe. Um, and my, of the things I finished, my top things are the sweater crate, which I have completed two and have two more on the needles. And of what you're wearing. And I am wearing it right now. I'm wearing my blue and black one with the red highlights. That might be my favorite one, actually. I, I love this, and it's really good at work. Because it goes with everything. It's a sassy sweater, but I, the color palette is, works. Yeah. It's got that one little pop of red, but mm-hmm. otherwise it's... Uh, it's quiet. But it's got... It, it's all the different directions. It's it, mm-hmm. it's amazing what you can do with that. I'd like to make one. I want to... I keep thinking about, a like, a black and white one. That would be awesome. I want to do that. Um, Soldatna. Mm-hmm. Did I say it right this yeah. time? Yeah. Okay. Um, I finished the one. I haven't blocked it because I'm behind on blocking. I have two finished sweaters I haven't blocked. But I loved it, and I'm looking forward to the others that I have planned. I'm going to make two more. And I have colors, I've got the yarn, it's ready to go. Um, And then I had this new experience that I'm sure I talked about before, but it's worth rehashing. I made a sweater that I thought I would love by a designer that I love. Mm -hmm. And I finished it, and I put it on, and I hated it. Like, I normally have the experience. I see it, I envision what the finished thing will be, I execute that, and it's exactly how I imagined it. And I I think that's like years of garment making and knowing what I like. I put this on and I wanted to throw it. So then I made a different sweater from it and I love it and Mm -hmm. I wear it all the time. Mm -hmm. So the winning sweater is called Satawal. Um, I don't remember who it's by, but I did just have it open. Um, And which one is that? It's a it's a cotton one that I've made. It's a little boat neck um it's aquas and it's just a little cap shoulder with lace on top um and i i 
I, it's very wearable. I can wear it to work. I can wear it casually around here. And um, it was an interesting experience though, because I, I don't usually have that. Like I've been lucky enough to not have that. And it was a good breakthrough to empathize when people have that experience mm -hmm. after they have made something and they and it's not want to throw it at the wall and stomp on it a few times. It's by Midori High Rose Satawal. And it's written for any gauge yarn. Like the thinner the yarn, you just get a lacier effect. Hmm. And a lot of crochet. I've, I've crocheted a lot mm -hmm. and I'm very excited about crocheting and I've noticed that learners coming to us are also really excited yeah. about crochet. So it's an interesting trend. This was a bigger year for crochet for me yeah. too. Yeah. So cool. That's me. I'm going to make a, a stash goal. Whew. <laughs> do you want us to keep you accountable? Do you want us to pretend like we didn't hear you? Yes. Do you, pretend like you didn't hear me. Okay. Because as soon as, as soon as someone tells you, did you make your goal? It makes you oh, not want to make your goal. Yeah. yeah I don't want to ruin that for you. Thank you. Thank you for making this a safe place. <laughs> You're welcome. You just tell me what you want. Thank you. This uh, is the thing about goals. They need to be things you set for yourself. And mm -hmm. I hesitate to share them because I want, if someone asks me, that's one thing, but I feel like as soon as I talk about it, I will talk myself out of it because I, because then I don't want people to feel a, a obligated or even feel encouraged to ask me, did you make that goal? Because, oh, yeah. Actually, because yeah, I mean, we all me... are also counting on you to keep it safe yeah. for us that if <laughs> Anne mentioned it and she doesn't mention it again, don't bring don't it up. Me, she doesn't, please. she knows. <laughs> I will report the, next December. Know, it's the golden rule. Okay. <laughs> it's the golden rule. Do as you would like done to you. So if you ask me about goals, I will make sure to ask you about yours. <laughs> and maybe you want to go at the pace because sometimes life happens yeah. and you just, and you just need some retail therapy yeah. oh yeah <laughs> that's the i mean there I'm, are some things that i cannot make for the price that i'm paying for them but then i may not pay for them because i realize you know oh i'm still gonna buy clothes and stuff no i will <laughs> buy clothes but there are some and there's times where i need to be able to buy things and i have to shop like to enhance I, your to enhance what i've got like you have one ball of the perfect thing in your stash <laughs> Or there's some, we don't have the budget to go to fancy places and I don't know that I'd want to spend the money at those places. I feel some, sometimes guilty buying something that I know that the person who made it, who, who sewed that or made that did not. That's a whole nother topic, but that we don't have to get into. No, I but, feel you. I went into but, Forever 21 today. Mm -hmm. It's like that location's closing. There's three days left. I'm glad and they're I closing. Right I'm sorry out. if you I like know. Them because... I've actually been boycotting Forever 21 for several years mm -hmm. now, which is a little hard because they have cute random things. But they don't pay their people. They don't pay people and they steal from designers. Yeah, and do. the yeah, thing that broke my, you know, straw that broke my back is, um, my back. I don't know why I'm saying that way is that they stole sweater designs from um, Native Canadians. Mm -hmm. And that just, I was done. Mm -hmm. It makes me sick to talk about it, actually. Because there was, like, great stuff and Forever 21 shamelessly reproduced the yeah, exact Yeah, it's great designs. stuff that belonged to somebody else. Yeah. But, anyway. <sighs> so, who's next? <laughs> you want to go next? <laughs> yeah, I'll go. Okay. Okay, so trends. I gotta say, I don't know if it's my age or just my brain cells, but I'm kind of oblivious to trends. I don't really, <laughs> and I think I subcon subconsciously keep from looking too much at trends because in my whole life, I as soon as something was 
really popular, I lost all interest. Same. So I don't want to look at a trend because and I don't I'm not going to feel compelled to do it and it turns me off from it. Um, having said that, I will discover a trend way past <laughs> its due date. Um, and like with TV programs, I, I was into this after it was cool. <laughs> Yeah, I is did, that like the new hipster? I, thing? Didn't, I didn't discover Gilmore Girls in millennial after they culture. Were off the air. <laughs> till they're off the air. They you don't know. do that. No. And I've been I've been binge, binging Glee. Oh, Glee. Oh, I love. I, I love you didn't it. watch Glee when it was new. I had no idea. Well, because it's so it's up your it alley. Is me. Yeah. <laughs> it was me in high school. Is okay, but. I don't control the TV in my house. One day so recently, I, I was make here. Those last Wednesday, I was here, and when I walked in, I saw the light glowing from Katie's office, uh-huh. and so I was like, "Oh, Katie's here!" But no one came out, and I had my my um, tiny my happy little uh, Wednesday night. Uh huh. Um, what is that called? Drop, Drop in. in. <laughs> what is that thing I do? <laughs> <laughs> and I heard this beautiful singing voice. The whole time I'm thinking Katie's in her office just doing her thing. It's cool. The show's going I, I mean, on. sometimes I have to just be in my office and not say hi. And it wasn't until later when I was getting ready to leave and I turned lights out, I realized that the glow in your office was coming from Karen. Because <laughs> I've been oh. like, wow, Katie's With the window? Voice. Was I singing? That's right. I didn't know you were there. Katie's singing voice is so beautiful. I mean, Karen has a beautiful not. Voice. It's really not. I'm like, I'm not going to bring it up because I've never heard Katie sing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's self-conscious so about not. it. You thought I was saying pretty? I always think you sing beautifully. Oh. But I'm like, that's old news. I thought you on the oh my <laughs> No, God. I thought that got on people's nerves. So. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's my, it's my humming. And I don't. So oh. I think it's great. But oh. I thought Katie had a secret talent. No, I do not. <laughs> If I have a talent, I'll let you know about it. That's good. That's how it should be. (laughs) Maybe I was a little mad too that you were just sitting there. That I was keeping it from you? Yeah. No, I'm not. (laughs) I would let you know. Anyway, so. So no, it was just Karen's beautiful (laughs) singing. Thinking about 2019, um, it was about a year ago. A year ago, January 5th is when I, I think at first, or maybe it was January 2nd, when the whole internet thing. About inclusive, about was it really about disparity. Yeah. It was a year ago. It was in January, yeah. and it really is changed my worldview about things. It's not that it changed; it reawakened the view that I had had from childhood, from early life, that sort of got buried in being a mom and a wife and a Christian in a home, small, very tight homeschool community, and a lot of that part love for, um, passion for social justice just got buried and so I realized I didn't really follow regular trends because I really spent the whole year focusing more on social justice issues and um, so I, all those things that I that I said were a goal a year ago barely touched I the thing I was going to do more design work but hey, you know you what just did. I did yeah. at the end of the year at the end of the year we finally got together but you know I don't feel bad for not doing those goals I did the things that I were important to do. Mm-hmm. I started doing work on me and my attitude about things and checking myself and considering other people and really wanting to be more of a voice and speaking up when I hear some, something being said wrong or surprise, surprise, shocker. We actually had conversations about in my home, my, my mom-in-law is more of, is not alt-right, but she's kind of close there. <laughs> and I... 
was not alt right, but I was very right, what's, and what's now I'm more alt moderate. Key? Is it control? Control. control. <laughs> yeah. Function. Tab. <laughs> so having, and I thought there's no way I'm going to have any of these kind of conversations with her because she's of the opinion that the system is not broken because it's, it's always served her. Mm-hmm. And so even having a, a conversation that was not heated, that, that was just a social justice issue, being able to have those while we're driving into town or just casually, it was just very refreshing that I... I never thought that she and I could have a That's conversation. Great. That's so amazing to so, hear that in your that it wasn't even. I mean, they always say I always felt kind of alone in my uh, of the adults in my family yeah, because like my husband's much your, more right. Growth yeah. in this global issue or national yeah. issue, like really rooted in your home, like that's so beautiful. Because in past, the attitude was. Well, that's just how it is. That's how it has to be. And, and I was able to say over and over again, but gently, it's that way because nobody says otherwise. Mm-hmm. Things don't change unless we make them change, unless mm-hmm. we keep calling them out. If you don't keep calling these things out that are wrong and you just settle for the status quo, nothing's going to change. But isn't that Gandhi's quote that like peace begins in your home? Mm-hmm. That's so cool. And that's open conversations with my youngest son and I that... So it's been a very big personal growth. I still got lots of work to do. I don't think I'm at the, the work is ever going to be done, and I'm okay with that. So because of that, I read a whole lot more books this year, too. So maybe I didn't make as many things, but the things that I made are more meaningful because they were personal growth things. So mm-hmm. that the universe was, is processes, not yeah. things. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so I was talking about thinking about things that was a goal. So as soon as I make something a goal, it's the kiss of death that guarantees that it will not become a goal. But having said that. Don't have to have a goal. No. You don't have to speak it into the universe, Karen. It's not a goal. It's a wish. Okay. So my wish to work the, that I will work on, because I have to rename just like we have to call it exercise something else before I'll enjoy it. Okay. I have to call it yoga because that's a good thing. <laughs> It's great when it is yoga. <laughs> and maybe it's me on the Wii Fit, <laughs> dancing or doing snowboarding. But, uh, but you still call it yoga? <laughs> Mommy's doing her yoga right now. <laughs> okay. Who am, I ta- who am I kidding? That Wii, that Wii Fit board has got so much dust on it. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't been touched I was gonna say, in years. Who's, who's used their Wii Fit board in the last 10 years? Hey, I only got it like six years ago. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Anyway. Continue. So Your wish is. So my wish right, is I'm going it. to finish that that work uh the workbook what was it called see it and she just well, she just published white supremacy. it the white supremacy me and white workbook. supremacy, me and white supremacy. Yeah. i've got i've got one of the she it's now actually fully published yeah. in the book mm-hmm. which, I think so it's i want is it still free though it might be. I it, would assume she would probably still keep. But a free I mean, version. some people just want the pu- like. It's beautifully bound. I've seen it's it beautifully on her. bound. Yeah. Like I printed say, mine out so, yeah. and I put it in a three ring binder mm-hmm. so I can work on mm-hmm. it and, and add pages. So my goal is, my wish, <laughs> is at the, at the beginning part of the year is actually to actually f- start that over again. So I start fresh yeah. with a different perspective. But I figured I don't really know. Maybe make nine for me is make nine new patterns. For the year. Okay. At first, I said, "What well, pattern a month?" And already, I'm like, no, "That's no, not happening." No, 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 but no, I no. think if I could make, if I could, if a year from now I can say I made nine patterns, that would be awesome. Wow, that would be more than I've done in the last five, six years. Yeah, 
That would that be awesome. awesome. So that would be my ma- my make nine will be the make nines that I make. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. you have to actually make them. <laughs> I can't wait. So, so exciting! It helps that I've already got some. I've already got yarn coming for the first. That's thing. okay. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that so. counts. Cool. Fantastic! That makes me excited. I like the things you make and design. Oh, thank you. Katie. Um. Well, my trends that I saw in my making life this year is I knit I finished nine sweaters this year. Wow. Which is like unheard of for me. I finished nine sweaters. Like adult my size sweaters. Yeah. Which is a lot. Um so this was apparently the year of sweaters. I don't know how I did it. Some of them were already started, I think. Still count. Oh yeah. Do you think that you got encouraged by that when you started going through and cleaning out your Ravelry faves and we're focusing and rediscovering ones that new ones um not necessarily i think one of the reasons why that happened is one of the other trends this year is that i did a lot of test knitting mm-hmm. um so i could count how many of those sweaters were test knits i think at least three of them were one two three four i think four of the nine sweaters were test knits hmm. so i knitted or I finished um, Sixth Street, which is a cardigan that I started like years ago and I just had to like finish the button bands on. So I finished that in January. I made the Scrappy V, which was a test knit in all that koi goo. I knit the Ripple Crop Top crop top Worsted. That was a test knit. I made was the... Was that not twice in your most favorite? <laughs> yes. Um, it was really cute. It is cute. I haven't <laughs> worn it, but it's cute. I made the lovable sweater. That's that all lace pullover. Mm-hmm. Um, I made the carved pullover, my pumpkin sweater. So that cute. was so cute. I knit two easy eyelet yoke pullovers, one for me and one that I gave to my sister. I knit my Christmas sweater and the cozy classic raglan, my pink fuzzy sweater. So those are the nine sweaters. And wow. four of them were test knit. So I think that was helpful in finishing is that I had like a strict deadline for those. Because I wanted to be a good tester and finish them in time. Um, but then that inspired me to realize, like, I could knit a sweater quicker than in my mind I thought mm-hmm. I could. So my goal that I'm speaking into the universe, but don't keep me accountable, yep. is that I'd like to try and finish a sweater a month next year. Oh. I have about four or five sweaters in various stages of they count. completion. And they, they are count. going they to count. count. Some count. of <laughs> One needs, like, half a sleeve. But I'm going to finish it next year and call it maybe January. Um, and I have a couple other sweaters that are in progress. But this year showed me that I, if I stay on this sweater making kick, which I still feel the draw to knit more sweaters for myself, mm-hmm. then I should be able to do that. So that is one goal that I'd like to try and see if it's feasible for myself for 2020. Very Cool. Yeah. You reminded me that... I might ask you to be my tester and I'll give you the yarn. <laughs> Last yeah. year, I did that a good push like into New Year's and I finished I finished a sweater uh-huh. that was so fast and so chunky and so wonderful. And I finished like three sleeves or something. Yeah. That oh, I, I never that. finished my rug sweater and it's really close to being finished. And yeah. I want to finish that. So I'm going to try to finish that this week. I have that one sweater that needs... Like a sleeve. 
And I'm like, I could finish that and make it an even 10 for the year. But nine's a good number. Nine nine. makes for a really great uh, grid picture for my Instagram. It's a good Instagram grid, yeah. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. So that is, the. it it was the year of the sweater for me. Very nice. Well, I wish you luck. Thank you. I Um, need it. mm -hmm. Don't we all? I'm trying to keep it, like, casual for myself. I'm like, I'll see if I can do it. I got a lot that are already started. We'll see what What happens. What do you lose if you don't get it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Most likely nothing. I just hope that my sweater making kick continues because I have been wearing sweaters that I've made also a lot more this year (laughs) than I have before. That's because it's cold and I love it. I I, like this weight has been perfect for all year. It's a, it's sport weight. And mm-hmm. I, I, the ones I finished in this weight, cause I fell in love with that yarn from Tuesday morning. Yep. And you bought all of it. <laughs> yes. Again and again. And I was excited <laughs> to find the Tuesday morning in Portland near my mother-in-law's house. They have it. They didn't have like much. Imagine that a really cold place in the Pacific Northwest, their yarn section and a discount place was picked over, uh, but they, they have the exact same stuff. Yeah. I'm very curious about Tuesday morning distribution. Yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> um, they had enough of the red, like they had red in this color and, and that I'm wearing right now is my highlight color, but I don't want a red sweater. I can't really wear that to work. It's sort of, there's like colors that are sort of no-nos and for whatever reason, red is kind of not mm. great. Um, maybe it's just a little too eye-catching for, for, for professional. Yeah, room. I can see that. That is a very red. Like, it's, it's an orangey, it's like, sticky, fire engine red. Yeah. But that, the, the, that's what makes it pretty. It's a pop. Oh, it works in this, yeah. But mm-hmm. a whole sweater would a be a lot. A whole sweater would be too much. And I don't know that this is a great red for me. It's like... A, right. Because it is a very orange red. It's mm-hmm. not... Blue reds are better. Um, sweaters are great. Yeah. Oh, I went to Portland with all sweaters to wear each day uh-huh. for four days. And they were all store-bought sweaters. Sad. I'm ashamed. I'm disappointed I'm in sorry, you. guys. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite throw-on that I throw <laughs> over my pajamas, I throw over everything every day, is turned out to be the Target sweater that, <laughs> that I got earlier this my year. My favorite throw-on. Not anything I made on, but. My favorite throw-on sweater to go over my pajamas and whatever is my go-to raglan because it's so scrappy. It's also not really well fitted that I feel weird wearing it out of the house because <laughs> it's like a little much, but no. it is so cozy. No. I could wear it here, yeah. but it's a little um, casual. <laughs> it's a little casual. It's a little casual, okay. but I do I love it. I don't understand what that means. So please, I'm not trying to be mean. It looks, it looks what? scrappy. It's very like, scrappy, but like but the sleeves, a bad thing? it's not a bad thing. Oh, okay. The sweater itself is like, it could use that sweater. I wish was a little bit longer oh. and I wish the sleeves were a little bit fitted. So it looks a little sloppy. Plus it being very scrappy. It's a, it's just a little, okay. it's not exactly what I wanted it to be. I love that sweater. It's yes. super cozy and I wear it more than any other sweater. Cause I wear it almost every morning when it's cold. I, I just throw it over my I dug out my East Creek. and I look like a I forgot fashion how much I icon. love that East Creek sweater. <laughs> Because that's that's the pullover. When I want to be, when I just want uh, something with pockets, it's my Target sweater. Uh-huh. But if I want something with pockets that's actually warm, mm-hmm. it's called. I don't really feel like wearing a bra today, but I don't want it to look like I'm not wearing a bra. So I will throw over the sweater that totally covers it, and I can be comfortable <laughs> and still appropriate. There you um, go. I'm not saying that not wearing a bra is not appropriate for me. I just. I don't feel comfortable having only one layer of cloth between my, 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 my you in the my, world, my, my, my girls in the world. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, well, 
Do we want to go real quick into what are we obsessed with? Yes. Okay. Okay. I am obsessed with um, two shows. Yeah. Have I already shared that I'm obsessed with Black Sails? No. Okay. Black Sails is amazing. You can stream it on Stars. Okay. Um, it's... It's out, pirates. Yeah, it's pirates in, like, the early 1700s. It's pre, kind of pre-Outlander. And it's an uprising. It's a it's pirate uprising against England, and it's really like the lead character is like a very. I think he'd be a better Jamie than Sam Hewen. I'm sorry from Outlander, <gasps> because in the book he's described as having a little bit too long of a nose, and this guy has a better nose than Sam Hewen. Sorry, Sam Hewen. I know this hurt you. Who feelings. is this person? I don't remember. Toby something. I have to look it up. Yes, I'd be amazed. That would be amazing. (laughs) All Scottish people knit, right? All of them. All of them. He's Scottish people. Yeah. We're not going there. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the Outlander parts. I don't have my phone, so I'm not sure. I'm going to share this obsession next time. Toby Stevens. Thank you. Can I see a picture of him? I don't know if that's a very illustrative picture. Oh. But he's a very handsome pirate. I love a good nose Peter's, on a man. Yeah. Like a big nose. So oh, no, I can see no, that. no. Yeah, this is a better nose. Okay. So you'd be like nose objective, right? Yeah. Sam Hewen has a perfect little cute nose. Mm. And he's a perfectly symmetrical. And this gentleman is a little bit more... Piratey? Less refined. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's an rustic, English rustic. No, he's he's an English nobleman. Like he port, he's portraying oh. an English nobleman. Oh, okay. And that he's that he's doing that character to a T. But he just has a little. He's got more more character. interest to mm-hmm. his face. Um, and I like that. I'm also ah. we started Witcher. Oh, the James Witcher. is obsessed with the Witcher. It's so good. It looks good. I'm. A, I just saw it like last week. But my so current good. obsession is t- is is doesn't allow me to. Oh. To cheat on it. I have a <laughs> I have a different obsession, but I'm still going to be obsessed with it next month. Save and it. Because of my phone issue, um, I don't have it downloaded, so I can't tell you what it's properly called. And maybe by next time, I will have executed trying it. Okay. Leave us in suspense. Dun, dun, dun. So what are you obsessed with, Carrie? I'm obsessed with Glee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, two things. Two, That's a I'm valid obsessed obsession. With, I'm obsessed with Glee because it's, it's like... That was me in high school. I, I was all into musicals and it was geeky and nerdy and awkward. And, you know, I didn't I did not have people throw slushies in my face, which if you watch the show, the first season, you'll know what I'm talking about. No spoilers. It's very old. So, it, yeah. 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 Not spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> uh, I had the other thing. The other thing I was. Oh, and I, I always obsess about a certain. Uh, about one music Broadway musical at a time. Mm-hmm. For for the for the previous years, it was Hamilton. <laughs> it's Hades Town. I absolutely I love, yeah, love, love that. that. I yeah. love Hades Town. And and say so, uh, now I bought the CD to give to my son, but here <laughs> he has a digital. Oh. No, my husband gave it to me. Oh bless his heart. Like, at first, I thought, oh my god, I opened someone else's present. No, it was mine. <laughs> And so it's on my car, oh, I was, and I cranked it up because I never crank up the radio. Me? Oh, I love But I crank it up when no one's in there. Can you remind me? Because like that was staged, Broadway staged already. Yes. It, right? Okay, it was staged a while, like a decade ago. So that this, long ago? It it's been re. This is the new 
slightly revised some of the way that the, the songs are pretty much the same but there's some lyrics that have changed the cast has changed the cast that's on broadway is mostly the same people that it where it actually started in london at the, with the london cast um the it's if it's if you're not familiar with it it's uh the tell the love story between hades and persephone but also that are the gods and the story of how you know um insecurity in love and then there's also the humans there's the songwriter orpheus and eurydice and but it's set to new orleans jazz yeah it's fan- I, and it is, i was excited about it the last time but i i like forgot i loved it mm-hmm. and i heard you listening to it i'm like what is that i love Okay, so then I can, so I want to get a portable CD player because you got your radio player and I want to be able to lay it in my <laughs> so office. You're going to bring in the antiquated, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to bring in the antiquated musical technology of a boombox. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. the antiquated musical technology. <gasps> my son has a boombox, but he's kind of using it for his radio. But I bet I'm you gonna... could go on Amazon and get one for about 10 bucks. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I probably could because, you know, it's old tech. But it's. Boombox. You know, I don't, a blue, blue box is going to take up too much of my creative space. I need something small and compact. There was the cutest one at Target they used to sell that was like. It looked like an old timey radio? No. no I mean, it cute. looks like 1999. It looks like 1999. Uh-huh. It was like a little, like, squished sphere that was maybe 12 inches across. And the CD player was on the top and it had a, a tape. Um, tape deck and a radio. It was like the cutest, and you could get it in pink, and purple, and teal. I had a teal one. It's like you need that one. It's yeah. so cute, and it had an AC pink and teal. Yeah, it, How long it ago looked like a then? caboodle as a radio. Nineteen ninety nine. Sounds cute. Oh, <laughs> it would look cute next to your um, caboodle. What was the I... Apple computer? The i. Yeah, the I don't remember what it was called. That came in all the colors. Yeah, that was so cute. I iMac. Don't, I don't know. Whatever. It would look cute next to your uh, 1999 Apple computer. Too. <laughs> I don't have an Apple. It came in colors. I'm just okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. You're saying it. I'm at my friend Heather's dorm room right now, oh. <laughs> describing all the cute things in there. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm obsessed with that, and it's it's. I'm not just listening to the songs and singing along. I'm listening for specific parts. So I'm listening to the alto part of the three muses oh, and. And backing it up so I can get those lower notes. You've, you've surpassed. I said, nope. When I, I just say like music obsession, party. Obsession. I <laughs> yeah. need to be able that to sing obsession. the parts. That's yeah. good. That's beyond my skill set. So. Beyond, beyond. Anywho. Because I also do not have a secret talent I used to, of music or so. Nope. Oh, I used I to hate karaoke, but I realized the only thing I like, the thing I hated about karaoke was because my own insecure in getting up and doing that because I haven't done that in such a long time but anyway so Katie I'm just gonna go with Star Wars in general um I saw the new movie twice wow I'm oh that was my time oh interesting (laughs) I boycotted my family going no I've seen it twice um (laughs) how were your I'm not gonna go into it that much except that Star Wars means a great deal to me and my husband and this being this movie was the wrap up to the whole Skywalker saga nine movies and it was a lot and I cried for about two hours straight watching it and I had a really good time so it was a good sort of it was it was such a weird 
because I have this thing where it's like when a new Star Wars movie would come out, I wouldn't watch the previews. I didn't know yes. anything about it. Yeah. And I did that for this one too. And it's just a, it was like a really big emotional thing for me. And now that it's, I've seen it, I've seen it twice. I would see it again. But the first time I felt like I left the movie theater, I was so dehydrated because I just cried forever. <laughs> and then the second time I only cried a little bit, but, um, yeah, I'm just gonna go with Star Wars and Mandalorian and my all the Star Wars universe. My right family now. had mixed feelings. About Everybody it. has mixed feelings about it, and, and I'm not, son, like, I'm not gonna get into it because no, we don't no, have I'm not time. But my son, was I could rant rave for hours. My no, son, no, no, my son who's the who's very dogmatic about his views on Star Wars was um, very upset and by it I, but he still went and saw it at El Capitan the second for his second <laughs> showing he went, yeah. because he already bought the tickets and and he felt a little differently but the hardest part was the son who doesn't care about Star Wars mm-hmm. was the most critical about the about the purity of it and we're like like you don't even like this and why are you have a why do you have an opinion I finished so, I stayed at the house and finished I, the cutest pajamas in the world instead of going to the movie. yeah <laughs> I want to see that I want to see and it. my family had mixed I want to see it too. for myself but I haven't I'll seen the Mandalorian yet I'll watch it when it's, yet, so it when it's streaming it. yeah maybe we'll have I a, could I right. I'm biting my tongue. That's fine. Because yeah. I could talk forever. Yeah. Okay. Um, well. That was fun, guys. Yeah. Thank you mm-hmm. for another, uh, well, a full year of podcasting. Yeah. We started it later in 2018. So mm-hmm. yeah. thank you for all of 2019. Yes. Thank and you for And 2020 will be more of the same. And um, we appreciate you all listening to us. And don't forget it, that we do have a book podcast. Oh, yeah. So uh, every know, other last one. Was Where'd You Go, Bernadette? Yep. Our new episode will be coming out in a couple weeks. Once this one goes live, it'll be mid-January. I don't know the date off the top yeah. of my head. but Stay we're doing, tuned. Yes. We're doing Grapes of Wrath. So you have time to read that before um, or listen to it like listen. I am before it comes 23 out. 23 hour? I don't know. I started reading it and now I switched to audiobook. Yes. I'm on audiobook and I need to get back to it. I do like the voices on the audiobook. I'm looking forward to that because so. you said it was good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, it's the way, and then, yeah. Also, remember if you live, if you're listening to this, if you live locally to come see us at the studio, we just worked on planning um, some events and stuff for the, the coming year. Mm-hmm. So pay attention to your email. If you get our emails, we send out a monthly newsletter at the beginning of every month that tells you what's going on. So there will be a, an event in January that we did last year, which is the Great Stash Swap Exchange. So look for all the info in your email about that. And other fun things, we've just got a whole batch of new classes coming out. If you don't live locally, tell your friends who do to come visit us. <laughs> and uh, I think that is all I have to say. So we'll see you guys in a month. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Bye, Bye. Bye. Bye.